Today's daf is daf Lamed Gimel. We are holding it uh, about seven, eight lines from the top of Lamed Gimel, Lamed Aleph, the two dots. It mentioned in the Mishnah that tefillah, that davening, is one of the uh, aspects that could be said in any language. So, uh, what it points out is that it makes sense because rachmihi, the whole idea of tefillah, is you're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for mercy. And therefore, so it should make sense that you feel to daven in any language that you feel you can best express. There's no specific text in the Torah that this is how you should daven. It's all the person's emotions and feelings, and therefore it makes sense to be done in any language that he would like to do. But Tfilah, B'cholosh, the Lord says, is that true? That Tfilah is effective in any language? That uh, Yehuda said a person should not ask requests in Aramaic. Because anyone who asks in Aramaic, the Malacha Shores will not uh, facilitate his tefillah on his behalf. Now, this is a very, very uh, controversial concept over here. So we're not we're going to uh, try and avoid the land, uh, the, the landmines. But basically, what it seems to be saying is that when a person davens for his tefillahs to reach Shemayim, reach HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there is the, uh, it's facilitated by the Malachim. The Malachim take it along, whatever that means. So, but, but Rabbi Yehuda said that therefore you should not say it in Aramaic. Now Aramaic is the closest thing to Lashon HaKodesh. So the way some of them are forced to explain, so if you shouldn't say it in Aramaic, for sure you shouldn't say it in any other language. It's Mashman, it only gets taken to where it needs to go if what? If it's in Lashon HaKodesh, even, even in Aramaic, it doesn't work. Alright? So the point is, so, if, if, if so, how could you tell me Tefillah could be in any language? That's, that's, that's the Gemara's question. So when it says like this, um, why? Because they don't understand Aramaic, and they won't bring it to where it needs to go. So when it says, like, says like this, the only time you need the assistance, the facilitation, of the angels is if you're davening privately. So when you daven privately, you can only make a work the Lashon HaKodesh. The Lashon, in any other language, you will not get the support that is necessary. But if you're davening with a minion, then it can be done in any language because we don't need the Malachim supporting, uh, assisting us. There it goes directly that your, your direct first, uh, first class service Without any stops along the way, right? Okay. Says the more like this. Okay, let's but let's not question the premise. You tell Malacha, Hashoras don't know Aramaic. By the we learned in a brayse. Yochanan Kohen Gadol Shama Baskomi Beis Kodesh Kedoshim. Gadol when he concluded doing the Avodah on Yom Kippur in the Kodesh Kedoshim, he heard a Baskol. Now the Marsha points out over here how we know that this Baskol means it came from a Malach. The point is, he's going to hear the Baskol in Aramaic, so you see the Malachim clearly could converse in Aramaic, because otherwise, how was the Baskol produced? That's the, that's the question. So when it says like this, Shu Oimer, what did the Baskol say? That Nitzchu, Talia, that the young, the young Kahanim were successful, will be successful, that when they went to wage war against Antioch. This is talking about in the times of the Chashmonaim, that were they going to be successful against the Chashmonaim. This was the Baskol that came out 
in Aramaic. So you see that the Malachim obviously can speak Aramaic. Peshuv Ma'isen is another story of Shimon Atzadik. There is a question over here. This is the original Shimon Atzadik. The original Shimon Atzadik was the first Kohen Gadol in the second base of Mikdash, and then historically it would be out of order. Why are you bringing Yochan Kohen Gadol who lived after Shimon Atzadik? So some say it's referring to a different Shimon that was a Kohen Gadol that was way after Shimon Atzadik. Shoshama Baskal, you also heard a heavenly voice. We base Kodesh Kadoshim. Shu Omer, what did the the the, the Baskal say? But Taylor's Avidato, the army has been uh, cancelled. The, the army has been nullified. The Amar Sanah that our enemies have said La Ito'o Al Hechala that uh, to come and um, and destroy to come against the the, the sanctuary. Venera Gaskalgas. Uh, and uh, God, because the Alskalgas, the governor, the the, uh, the 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 we'll see the the Roman governor was has been has been uh, executed, has been has been assassinated. Ubatlukizerosov and all his decrees have uh, have been wiped out. So that what he wanted to send an, uh, a a legion against the Pesamikdash has been wiped out. Who this Gaskalgas is? One opinion actually is referring to Caligula. Scalgus is another name for Caligula. That's why it's a later time than Shimon Atzadik. It's a different Shimon. Anyway, because we also saw, and both Rabbi Yochanan uh, and Shimon Atzadik made note at that moment when they got that uh, that 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 message, the Chivnu, and they uh, it came out exactly uh, at that moment. Either Gaskalgas had been executed, or that's when the war against the uh, Hashmonoim was, uh, the, the Hashmon against the Antioch, against the, uh, the, the, the Assyrians, was, were, was, was successful, or the Greek Romans. Alright. Uloshan Arami Haya Omer, the Chorus was said in Aramaic. So how do you tell me that the Malachim cannot converse in Aramaic? So Ibai's Emma, two answers. Basbal Shani, that the whole, the whole concept of a Basbal, what's the purpose of a heavenly voice? Right, this Baskal. It's so people should understand. So obviously a Baskal has to be given in what language? The language of what the people go. So therefore, even though most Malachim do not speak Aramaic, the, the Malach, or the Malachim in charge of the Baskal had to know it in order for it to be successful. Right? That it's because it's being given in order for it to be well understood. So that's the first answer. The Ibai's Eima, that that Basco wasn't coming from a regular Malach, was from Gavriel. Now Gavriel, we know, knew every single language. Because he was the one... Joseph, very good. So therefore, he knew all 70 languages, so he is different than the regular Malachim. So therefore, Ibai's Eima, Gavriel, have the Amar Mar, like the Master said, Bo Gavriel, Valim Doshim, Loshim. When he came out of the uh, jail, then he was going to go before Paro, he, uh, he needed to know, know all 70 languages in order to function in his position, and the Malach Gabriel taught him. So you see, Gabriel knew Aramaic. Okay, let's go on. Berchas Amazon. Now, Rashi doesn't say here, Rashi doesn't say Manalan, from where do we know it, that it can, because why would you assume Berchas Amazon has to be in Lashna Kodesh? So Rashi just brings down, it says, which makes sense to be in every, any single, in any language, because it's an expression of, there's no text for Birchas Amazon of the Torah. What does it say? Eat, right? And be satisfied. And as, and, and emanating from your feelings of satisfaction, you should bless Hashem. So clearly it makes sense that what? Any language, no specific text. It's the way you feel. It should be in any any language. Shuasa edus. So we said that the oath that you are when you are a, a, a juror 
Somebody wants me, you to take a note that you don't know testimony that could help him. How do we know that it doesn't have to be in Lashon HaKodesh? Alright? Says that you will hear a, uh, a voice of a German. It means you'll be a Druid. You'll hear the voice, you'll hear the sound of the oath that you need to uh, accept. Right? So therefore it says, it doesn't say that they will make you take an oath. It says you will hear. You will hear means that you should understand it. You should understand what's going on. So that's mash machol In any language that you can understand that you are being adjured with an oath. That's a shvus ha-edus. What about the next category, shvus ha-pikadon, where there is some financial dispute and you swear you don't owe something and you are asked to take an oath. How do you know there too that the oath you take should not be in Lashon HaKodesh? And Rashi says over here that why would you think it should be? He says because we find that the uh, the oath that they when when they swore that such such will happen to the person who'll get cursed and this will happen to a blessed, there was also a type of oath, and there it had to be in uh, in, in, in a in in, in So you might think that therefore this type of an oath involving a uh, a, a curse related type of oath should have been Lashon HaKodesh. She says, no, because because we just proved before that Shavuos HaEidus is, it says, so there we know, and use the word Tefta. And here, by Shavuos HaBikadon, also use the word Tefta, that Zerish Shavuot teaches us that Shavuos HaEidus and Shavuos HaBikadon, both of Shavuos can be done in any language. The following are, the Mishnah said, gave the full list of things that have to be motion. Uh, uh, and so these are the things that have to be Beloshan HaKodesh Mikra Bikurim Chalitza etc. So it's Ad Mikra Bikurim so it goes the first list goes until Mikra Bikurim and Mikra Bikurim it starts off has to be done in Loshan HaKodesh Kate said how do we know this? it says because the Pazit is Vanisa Vamarta Pazit says that you will speak up Vanisa says that you will speak up like you will proclaim and you will say Arami Ovet Adi Right, right. Now, Halan Omar, Halan and uh, and above it says Omer for Anu Halavim for Amru by Harkrizim Har Eval. It says also Loshan of Anu for Amru. I'll call Yisrael. Ma Aniya Hamura Lahalan. Just as for Anu, for Anu is also to speak up to make it loud. But we said over there we learned it's the Loshan Hakodesh. It's Loshan Hakodesh. We'll have to see how do we know that it exactly was Loshan Hakodesh in the case of the brachas and the clause, but just as the brachas and the clause, we know we're Veloshan HaKadosh, and it used the word Ve'anu Ve'amru, so Avkan, so too, over here by the Bikurim, when it says Ve'anu Ve'amru, it's also Veloshan HaKadosh. Ask more right away, the Levim, Gufayim, and Alan, how do you know the Levim, by the brachas and the clause, how do you know there, you're using that as the basis that you learn out the Zereshova to, uh, to, to, uh, to, Bircha, to, uh, Bikurim. But how do you know by the, uh, the Levim that it was Lashon HaKadosh? He says, Asya Kol Kol. It used the word Kol. I mean, a, 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 a voice, a, a sound. It says the word by, uh, by the, the Levim. And where else does it use the word Kol? It says by Moshe. By Moshe Rabbeinu when he said over the Aserosa Dibros. The first two were said by Hashem. The rest of them were said by Moshe. Use the word kol, right? And by Gomi Moshe. Ksivacha kol ram. It says a loud voice. The Ksiv Hasam by Moshe. It says Moshe davar nefshavelakim yanenu. The kol Hashem spoke through him. 
Ma'ala Halan Beloshna Kodesh, and just as the Aserasa Dibros says clearly in Loshna Kodesh, so Afkan, so too by the, the, the Levi and by Hargrizim Eval, it's also Beloshna Kodesh. So basically, according to, this is the opinion I believe of, 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 uh, uh, this is the Chachamim Shita, the Chachamim say that, uh, Hargrizim Eval, we learn out, Kol Kol, from, from Moshe Rabbeinu by Aserasa Dibros. So we know that, our, that Hargrizim Har Eval was Loshna Kodesh. And it says, Vanisa Vamarta by the Hargrizim Har Eval. It says, Vanisa Vamarta by the Bikurim. And we're also going to see by, 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 according to Chacham Shita, by also says, by, also by the Chalitza. It says, Loshna Vana Vamra. So therefore, all has to be done in Loshna Kodesh. Now, the Yehuda came along and said that in the case of Chalitza, I disagree. Because in the case of Chalitza, you don't need to rely on the Zerah Shoah of Amra, because the Pesach over there says that, uh, uh, the, where's the place? Where's the Pesach? Where's the Pesach? Where's the Pesach? Where's the Pesach? It says, Kacha. Kacha Yaseh. V'ana v'amra, that she will speak up and she will say, so shall be done to the person that doesn't want to build the house of his brother. But he learns that the kacha goes in the first part of the Pasif, that this is the way, that the way it's written, that's what, that's the way it has to be in Loshna Kodesh. So Mara wants to know that according to Yehuda, that you don't need the Xerish Shava for Loshna Kodesh, because you use the word kacha, the Chachamim who do rely on the Xerish Shava, what do they do with the word kacha? That extra, the word kacha, this word, what is it teaching you? So when it says like this, Rabbanan, hi kacha, my avdileh, since they don't need it for, to teach me Lashon HaKodesh, because they have the Zerah Shava, so what do they do with the word kacha? They use it for a different drasha. It says, kacha yase, so shall be done, which teaches me there are a number of aspects in Chalitza that are an action required, taking off the shoe, spitting on the ground. There are certain aspects that require verbal saying of certain verses. But kacha yase teaches you, kacha means that it is essential and you don't fulfill your obligation specifically on the actions. The actions are essential. The words are part of the mitzvah, but even if you don't say, you don't recite the words, you still have to fulfill the mitzvah of chalitza. When don't you fulfill the mitzvah of chalitza is what? You don't do the, you know? You didn't do, you didn't do the actions, right? So therefore like this. So the, the Dabar Shumaisa, the word Kacha teaches me specifically those aspects which are actions, that's Ma'akav, that's essential, and you would not fulfill if you don't do them. Now, let's go to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda used the word Kacha to tell me it's Lashon HaKodesh. So how does he know that it has, that actions are Ma'akav? So he says like this, Kacha is, it could have said Ko, so shall be done. The word Kacha, the double Chav, makes it, you can learn two things from the word Kacha. You can learn, the learn so shall be done, that has to be an action, and also that it has to be Lashon HaKodesh. So if Yehuda, Miko Kacha, for Rabbana, they don't dash in that drosha. They learn one thing from there, not two. Ko Kacha, Lo Mash, Malohu. That's the Chachamim. Okay, now, go, let's go to Yehuda. So it's true, if Yehuda learns Lashon HaKodesh, you learn out that that's from the word Kacha. According to the, but, and therefore you don't need the Xerah Shava. So, but the Gemara, the Xerah Shava is a Masora. If he had the Masora of Anisa Marta, so if you're not using it to teach me that Chalitza requires Lashon HaKodesh, so what is the, the Xerah Shava being used for of Anisa Marta if you don't use it for Lashon HaKodesh? 
Yehuda, Haiva Ansa Amra, that she spoke, she speaks up and she says, so my Avigle, what does he use it if you don't use it to teach Lush Makodesh? He actually learns it the other way around. He learned that we don't know that Levim had to be, the Druzim Nebel had to be in Hebrew. Where do you know it from? The Gzeir Shava. Kacha teaches me that the Chalitza has to be in Hebrew. And therefore, and then the Gzeir Shava links it, once I know Chalitza has to be in Hebrew, the Ansar Amra teaches me that the Levim and our Druzim and our Eval has to be done in Hebrew as well. So when I say like this, my right now. So, uh, but now, let's go back to that. The Chachamim learns that, that how Grisman Ha'eva was Moshe Nekodesh with the word Zereshava Kol. Kol, Kol from Moshe Rabbein Basar Zedibrus. According to Yehuda, he doesn't use the word Kol to teach me that. He doesn't learn that Zereshava Kol, Kol, because he learns Va'anisa Va'amra, Va'ana Va'amra, Va'anisa Va'amra, Va'ana Va'amra. That Zereshava teaches me just as Chalitza has to be Moshe Nekodesh, which we know from the word Kacha, so to the Levim has to be Moshe Nekodesh. Ask the Gemara, then what does he do with the Zereshav of Kol? If he doesn't, if he don't need the word Kol, Kol, like the Chachamim. Someone says, the Chayr of Eilav Kol mi Moshe. Someone says, remember, Zereshav is based on Masorah. You can't make Zereshav up on your own. So therefore, Aniyah, Aniyah, Gamil, they had the Masorah of Aniyah, Aniyah, but on Amra, that Zereshav they had as a Masorah. But Kol, Kol, the Zereshav of the Chachamim, if you learn how from Moshe, Kol, Kol, they never learned, they did not have that Masorah. And the more brings out Raisa supporting the way of Yehuda was learning of Yehuda Omer, when you find in the Torah the word Ko, so shall be done, or Kacha, such shall be done, or the word Aniyah, Amira, and Elashna Kodesh, that's referring to that it has to be done in Elashna Kodesh. Where do we see this? Ko, be found by the Brichas Khan and Kozavarchu. So shall you make the Brichas Khan. Now there's a text in the Torah to tell you this is the way the Kohanim have to bless. Which means it has to be done in Lashon Kodesh. Rakacha is like we said by Chalitza, that the terminology in the Pesukim of Chalitza, that is the terminology that needs to be used. And the Aniyah Amira of the Leviyah, that's the Zer that once you establish it by Chalitza, then that Zer tells you the Leviyah Magizma was done in Lashon Kodesh as well. Now, says the Moravite, we quote the Mishnah, says, Brachim Vaklalos Ketzad, we said what exactly was, happened with the Brachim Vaklalos, exactly where did it take place and how did it transpire? Kevan, Kevan Sha'avu Yisrael, Sayyad and the cross over the Jordan. Now we're going to see right now, we'll just give you a little bit of a heads up before we see, is that Har Grizim Vahar Eval, there were actually these two mountains, there were two Two places that had mountains that were called Har Grizim Har Eval. And the question is that when Yeshua crossed over the Jordan and he set up the stones that they had taken from the Jordan as the Mizbeah and they did this whole Har Grizim Har Eval thing with the Aron Hashem, with the Levim and the Kohanim in the middle and the Shvatim on both sides, which set of mountains did it take place? Now, the time of our Mishnah, which we're going to see the Sheet of Yehuda, already said that the place where Habrizim Ha'eva was, was Elon Mora, which is Shechem, which is actually quite far, quite far from the Yarden. So they were talking about the Habrizim Ha'eva, which are very far, meaning uh, the, 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 the Jordan is the eastern border. Across the Jordan, where the ha- two and a half tribes was on the west side, Am I, no, am, I, yeah. am I wrong? On the, on, 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 on the east. This was the eastern border. Right, so the, no, this is the north side, the west is the sea, this is the east, so they're further east. The two and a half tribes are further east. 
for the, so the, on the, on the western side, I have to see if I get to But anyway, it was, they crossed over the Jordan, and you think from the east to the, get to the west? When they crossed over the Jordan, they went from east to west. Okay, I, I'll have to check that. But anyway, and therefore, all the way, all the way away from the east, all the way to the west was a Hagrizim Harabal, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Right. According to the opinion we're going to see of Rabbi Eliezer or Rabbi Lozer, we see he holds that no, the Hagrizim Harabal were right as you crossed over the Jordan. Right there. there was already a Hagrizim Harabal right there. Means it's literally on the eastern boundary of Eretz Yisrael. That's going to be now. So what is it like? The son of a woman Aren't they not across the Jordan? Means what does it mean that, that the, these two mountains were across the Jordan? Far across the Jordan. It means that quite a distance after crossing the Jordan was the two mountains of Hargrizim Ba'eval where this procedure took place. Which means they had to schlep these stones from the Jordan all the way there to set him up as a Mizbeah. Right? Acharei derech mabo hashemesh. What does it mean? Uh, 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 away from the mabo hashemesh. What is mabo hashemesh? So he learns, according to Yehuda, he learns mabo hashemesh is, is the rising of the sun. So it's a distance away from the rising of the sun. The rising of the sun takes place in the east. So this is all the way to the west. Like you said, so it's quite a distance from the place where the sun rises, quite a distance from the east, because it's all the way west. With me so far? This is in the land of the Knani. What does that mean? That Ayosha Barova, what that rests on the plains. What mountains are different? That the Kusim took him over. It's interesting, the, the Kusim was this nation that, um, that was brought over by the, uh, by the, uh, uh, the, the king of Ashur, that he did land, he did land, he never left, when he conquered a country, he moved the people because he didn't want them to come connected and, and fight for their own land. So he moved them, the, the, they're also known as Sumerians, the Shomronim. He moved them to Israel and they embraced, because of fear there was being attacked, but they actually held that the mountain that God appeared, they believed it was an Hargrizim and Har-Eval. They built their own base on Migdash. The Shomronim, actually until today, there's a remnant of them, these Sumerians, on Hargrizim and The Pasuk says that, that Hashem came down and the blessings and the curses were on, on, on Hargrizim and Har-Eval. They made that into their... That, so that's the place where it's saying the Grizim and Har-Eval, that's Makum Sheyosh Mehem Kusim. What does it mean, Mula Gilgal? It means, now, Rashi says, the Rashash takes out the words, some of the Gilgal, and it's not, it's a, because Gilgal actually is by the Jordan River. So now, it can't be some of the Gilgal that's next to Gilgal, because we're going now in the opinion that what? That where were Hargrism and her Eval? All the way west, which is far away from Gilgal. So what it means is, as unfortunately speak out, according to Buddha, is you could see Gilgal. From the mountains. From the mountains you could see Gilgal. But it's not that the Hargrizim and Abel were close to Gilgal because, Har- because Gilgal was actually close to the yard and, and it's therefore the, 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 the Shash says that we put parentheses around this. This doesn't belong here, some of the Gilgal. What does it mean, Etzel Alon and Mora? One of the places it was described was next to Alon and Mora. That means it's Shem. 
How do we know it's Shechem? Because Vahala no Omer, Vayavram, Vaharetz, Ad Mokum Shechem. It says Avram passed through the land and he got to a place called Shechem, which was Ad El Amora, which is also described as El Amora. So Ma El Amora, Ha'amor, Lahalan, just by Avram, it refers to Shechem. So here too, even though it doesn't say the word Shechem, but it does use the word El Amora, that Hargrizma are able next to Amora, so there but also means Shechem. Now this is all the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, which is a kind of our Mishnah, that Hargrizma Eva were west inwards from the Jordan and um, and 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 it's it, it's referring to Shechem. Tanya and the Brayse, I'm Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi says the Yafki Sifrei Kusim. In this way, I was able to falsify and show that the the the, the Sifrei Torah, the books of the Kusim, are false. That your, your Torah is counterfeit. It's, it's false. Why? Remember, the Kusim did not believe in the rabbinical interpretation. They don't agree. They learned Sukkim as Shudakamashma as it's written, right? He said, And you, what you have established in your hands is nothing, is worthless. Because you agree with us that Elone Mora. That the place where you set up your base of Migdash is the mountains of Hagrizmar Eval is by Shechem. But how do you know that that's where it is? The Torah never says by the Brochas and Kalolas that it's Shechem. It just uses the word Elon and Mora. How do we know that it's so much Shechem? Because we use the Xerah Shava. But you guys don't believe in Xerah Shava. You don't believe in Xerah Shava. Then how did you know to set up shop that Hagrizmar Eval means that's by Shem. That was the way he said, I falsify, I show that they are false. We also agree that it's Shem. But how did you guys learn that it's talking about Shem? You don't use Zerah Shava. Now this was all the position in the Sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, that our Eval is by Shem, which is by Elon and Mora, which is quite a distance from the Yarden. Rabbi Lazar Amar, he says no. Hello, hello, Ahema be'eva Yarden. When it says that Hagrizim and our Eval were when you cross over the Yarden, it means that some of the Yarden, which are my two mountains that were right near where the Jordan was. Because if it's far away, like you want to say by Shem, that it's referring to the two mountains that are called the Hagrizim and Eval, that is by Shem. Right? That it says that after you cross over, literally the same day you crossed over, they were able to do the procedure of the, 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 the rocks by, by Hargrizim Har Eval. But according to your opinion, how did you get to Hargrizim Har Eval the same day that you crossed over the Arden? That would not be possible. Now, let's keep going now with the Psukim the way Rabbi Loza understands it. That it is a, 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 a distance from the Mava Shemesh. Now, Rabbi Yehuda learned Mava Shemesh was a distance from the rising of the sun, which is because it's far from the east, it's westward. That's what he learned. But according to Rabbi Loza, Mava Shemesh doesn't mean the rising, it means the set, setting. It's a distance from the setting of the sun, because it's all the way... To the it's, east. It's to the east. It's where the eastern, uh, the end where the eastern boundary starts because it's right after you cross over the Jordan, which was no, the eastern border. The sunlight? The, the, the extension of the light? 
it's talking about, it's giving you the identification of where Hagrizim and Har-Eva right, were. So one says it's a distance from the rising of the sun. Oh, the distance of the rising of... And now it's telling the distance from the setting of the sun. Setting of the setting sun means that it's all the way where the eastern border begins. Right? Makam Shachama Shokas, we're far away from where the, where the sun sets all the way to the west. This is like all the way and the eastern boundary. The Arden is the eastern boundary. It's right by the Arden. The Eretz Aknani. Now, the Eretz Aknani, before I speak up, this is going back to Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda as well. That what Eretz Kanani, Kusim weren't the Kananim, they took over that land. But which Kananim were the ones of the seven nations that the land of Hargrizim, that there were It was the Eretz of the Chibihi. Hayosha Baraba, the problem is that it says there that it was on the plains. Now we know that the Chibi did not live on flat land. So they did not live on plains, they lived by mountainous area. How could you say it's the land of the Chivi, the Chor of Ben Harim and Yoshvin? The Chivi learned on mountainous uh, air, uh, land and not on, on flat land. This is a kasha on Rabbi Yehuda's understanding because he learns that it's on Shem. Uh, right, it's about it was by Shem, but it's, it's, it's describing it as flat plains. There wasn't flat. And Mulag Gilgal, the second problem is, it's Smashma, there was Mulag Gilgal. Now what's the Kasha? Now Rashi learns the Kasha on both opinions. According to, Hashem is telling them before they cross over the Jordan, it's giving them instruction. This is where you're going to go. It's going to be Mulag Gilgal next to Gilgal. And it's Mashma, it's something that you can see. So there's two ways you can understand it. Either it's Mulag Gilgal, it's close to where we are when you cross over, you'll be able to see it's right by Gilgal, right? Or, it's, you're, you're going to which is opposite the Gilgal, means you can see it from the mountains. But the truth is, neither one, from where they were today, were able to see Gilgal. So if neither one were able to see Gilgal, why is that being given as a direction, as a, as a point of reference, if you cannot, you can see where you're supposed to go. Go to, go to, next to Gilgal. Or from where you are, you'll see Gilgal. But you could not see Gilgal from the mountains from where they were today, and they cannot see it even if it's on the on right opposite the Jordan. That's the more it's cash. That's where Raj plays it. Where was Gilgal? Right next to the Arden, on the other side of the Arden. So when it's like this, Mullah Gilgal, Halloi Rawas Gilgal, they weren't able to see Gilgal. So Lesbian Yaakov Aimer, he said like this, very interesting. He says, You have to know, till now, how did they know where to go? What was their GPS? That's Moshe Rabbeinu, that there was in his chus, they still had the Ananak cover. When they crossed over and he died, they lost the GPS. So he learned that these directions are not telling you where Hargrizim and Har-Eval are. It's all written in terms of the second half of the trip. First half of the trip, you had the GPS, you had Moshe Rabbeinu's and Schus, Merit's, directing you. Now you're going to have to follow these to be back in the day something called the road, road tick. You remember what, yeah. a map, a map, what was that? You remember what that yeah. was? Triptych. Triptych. You go to the AAA and they would give you this map and you're like, and that's it. So this is your triptych. This is what it is. This is how you're going to know. That's what the second half of the puzzle is. So he says like this. He says, Yaakov Omer, Lo Bahakosov. If people don't realize how easy it is today. Back in the day, you're still going to do with the maps. You know. Anyway, when it's like this. So Lo Bahakosov, Elo Laharos, Lahen Derech. Beshnir, to teach you the second half of the journey, Kedev Sherlan by Rishonah, to teach you like it was the first half of the journey. Right, Rishonah. Derech, 
uh, now, that, that, that's not there now. Derech. What does it mean, Derech? That means each part of the Pasuk is going to be teaching me a part of what the instructions were. You have to go by Derech. But Derech L'chulubar says Kramin. Hashem is instructing, once you get into Eretz Yisrael, follow roads. Don't go into uh, fields and vineyards. Hayoshev. What is Hayoshev? Means the Yishuv, go in populated areas. Don't go in wilderness and, 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 and unpopulated areas. Right? I'm sorry, love my bar, stop. Barava, follow planes. Barava Go on planes, but don't go on mountainous areas. That so therefore that second of the positive is not really telling you how Grizzman our Avol is, but it's really telling you that moving forward, the second half of your trip, the conquest of Israel, it's giving them the directions of what path they should take. Alright, you know what, gentlemen, we'll stop over here.